skeletal forms burn toxic green. Vacant eyes lit with everlasting hellfire. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a special edition episode of Let's Watch Scary Movies. As always, we are your horror hosts. My name is Caitlin. And I'm Jenny. And we welcome you to the Krampus edition. <laughs> the, the Krampus adventure mini episode. <laughs> if you, our listeners, follow us on any of our social media, you may have... Uh, gleaned that Jenny and I decided to make good on our our promise or our, to to manifest what was said on last year's festive episode where we review, reviewed the film Krampus and Jenny magnanimously said this time next year <laughs> this time next year we're going we're going you heard it here first we're going and to a Krampus event somewhere <laughs> And I took it seriously. <laughs> so, yeah, she did. <laughs> so I lost my mind late one night and started looking up, well, firstly, where do we even go? And secondly, how do we get there? And thirdly, how much will it cost? And then I discovered that actually it was completely doable and reasonably priced. And I texted Jenny quite late at night. I think she was already in bed, half asleep. Yep. And I was like, um... What are you doing the weekend of the ninth? Because I think we need to go see Krampus, and we canceled all our previous engagements, and we made it happen. Ladies yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> we we have successfully Krampused. Now, when Caitlin texts me saying, "What are you doing?" and I should point out, when she says the weekend of the ninth, that was the following weekend. We had about it was about eight days. Oh, the pre the previous weekend. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, it was about eight days. Yeah, very little notice, but you know what? Sometimes the best adventure adventures happen like that. So, yeah, I discovered in my research that there was a tiny little uh, town called Toblach. Toblach. Yeah, or also known as a Dobiacho. Dobiacho. Um, and the reason it has two names is because it is a right, right on the border of extreme northern Italy and southern Austria. Yes, it is in South Tyrol, which is uh, used to be Austrian, is now Italian, has been, well, that area, part of that area, um, has been for about 100 years. So everything has Austrian, well, German names, and everything has Italian names, and the people speak both languages. Um, yeah. But but we, it's up in the Do Dolomite Mountains. Yeah. Um, so in my research, I discovered that if we flew into Innsbruck, which is, I think the third or fourth largest city in Austria, that is actually the nearest airport because it's the city of Toblach is re really, it's a village and it, it truly is in the middle of the mountains in the middle of nowhere. So yeah. the idea was that we would fly into Innsbruck and then make our way from there into this tiny little village, which is roughly a three to four hour trip. So I think the final travelogue looked something like, and again, we're starting in London. So Jenny's trip was even longer because Jenny had to take a coach from Nottingham to London. Yep. 
And then the next day, by the way, our flight left at like we had to be up at four in the morning. So we took. I didn't get to yours until gone eleven at night. Yeah, we, we didn't go to bed till one. I mean, no. it was just... And then literally, it was one a.m. and we were in bed. And then suddenly, we were like, "Do we need to check in?" We <laughs> <laughs> hadn't even put our passport information in. So, we so on top up. of things, yeah. yeah. But I think it was something like a taxi to a train to a flight. Yep to a bus to another train two more trains after that and then a taxi to our hotel room yes whereupon our extremely kind and shout out to brigitte farmer of the year 2021 to block brigitte then gave us a ride into town god bless her because yep. even our hotel was like way up a mountain i mean it was certainly an adventure and i have to say as well it was absolutely stunning i mean Everywhere you looked was just snowy mountains. It was gorgeous. Yeah, it was one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. And Agreed. we were just, we spent the entire time just like, even landing when we were coming into Landover, Innsbruck, we were just like, oh, mountains. We were all struck the entire time. So yeah, it was absolutely snowy stunning. mountains, especially like for me as a Floridian, I was just, yeah, it was, it really was extraordinary. And then, so Brigitte, um, our personal Krampus hero drove us into town and sort of ditched us inadvertently. But yeah. I mean, they, they walked so fast. It was like, I turned around and I was like, oh, okay, we're on our own. <laughs> and so, but Krampus night starts at 6 PM. And so it gets dark around, I don't know, 4.30 maybe. So it was dark. And so we made our way to the town square where we stood outside of a church and watched for about two hours as yeah. 500 people that was the number we were told after the fact that they totaled it up and it was about 500 Krampus descend on the town from nearby villages so it was bonkers yeah <laughs> like they come out in like groups so yeah it's not all at once um, you'll get like staggering from one group and then from another mm. and another and it was yeah it was absolutely mad it was like snowing and you've just got all of these people in 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 costumes like all of the costumes by the way are incredible incredible like mm. you know movie quality i mean they apparently because i kind of started following people were posting pictures and stuff on Instagram and I started following and I found one of the companies that makes the masks because they're hand carved wooden masks that these people wear with like horns, huge horns coming out of them, like big heavy ones. And then of course they're covered in some sort of, if it's not actual goat skin, I mean, it looks like goat skin. And then they're wearing on their backs, like, I mean, I guess it's a cowbell, but it's a really big cowbell like, yeah i mean you could hear them all the way down the street and so and they were genuinely terrifying i mean uh, they and they were aggressive they would come through and they would rip the barriers away and and get in your face and i mean this would not happen in america health and safety would interfere there would be people suing left right and center so i actually oh, loved yeah. that it was so they didn't give a fuck they, they had not. like they had the reeds and the switches and they would like whack the kids yes if any were... of the because like they would come up to a like, kid in the crowd and like the kid would talk back to them and yeah like they would smack them on the legs and sometimes they would just lean over and grab the kid out of the crowd and just like walk off with this kid um or like they'll be fighting <laughs> over them or they're just like wailing on someone with a stick 
And then, of course, Jenny and I were, you know, we were drinking and you almost needed to drink to stay warm. I mean, because you're standing there for so long. I mean, my feet were going numb. So we were nipping whiskey out of a flask and we'd been drinking, of course, previously. And then we discovered a deep and great love for Jägermeister that exists in this village. But we were um, watching for quite some time and laughing because the music. So first of all, there's an announcer and it's almost, you'd think we were at WWF or something the way he was announcing them. And I think later on, I discovered he was announcing the different cities and towns. And yeah, I kind of picked up a few words. He said that I, I'm, I thought were like from different groups or different like locations where they were from. The soundtrack to Krampus. The soundtrack to Krampus was incredible. <laughs> Yeah, I loved the soundtrack. We got there and it was like Ramstein. <laughs> and then <laughs> Du Du Hast. Du Hast me. And then it was um what else? They played Metallica. Megadeth. They played <laughs> Megadeth. They played Bon Jovi. <laughs> they did. It is your life. It was <laughs> it's now or never. Yeah, it is your life, Krampus. <laughs> and uh, we have a lot of this on video. If you do follow us, you may have spotted that we went live a couple of times throughout Krampus Fest. And we we tried to film some of the action for you, but it's, it's on our Instagram now. It was just mad, amazing music. Definitely, the snow was coming definitely down. Definitely worth checking out, though. I would, if you can, hop onto Instagram. Um, let's watch scary movies. It's called there. You can see the posts. It's just worth checking out and getting an idea of the insanity of it. And then on my page, which is under Theater Caitlin, um, there's a highlight reel called Krampus, and that sort of documents our entire trip from all of the travel all the way through uh when we when we came back but but yeah so the, so yeah, I'm, the, I'm gonna hopefully get some of the bits that we filmed and and took all the pictures of up on the podcast page in the next over the weekend so hopefully by the time this episode comes out you will be able to view it all because you really should it was mad <laughs> it was mad. and then you know one of my favorite parts so towards the end they they open the barriers and everybody can sort of join the Krampus run. And so you can join the Krampus as they're kind of wandering down the street. And as they reach towards the end of the street, you're almost nearing like the edge of the village because it truly is that small. And yeah. you can see the Krampus kind of start to disrobe. They're kind of getting out of their costume. I'm sure it's tiring and heavy and, you know, so they kind of start undressing and then everyone's talking about the Krampus party. <laughs> so we're like, oh, okay, there's a Krampus party in a tent. I mean, we really need to attend that. So, um, yeah, but we didn't know where it was. We didn't know where it was. Yeah, yeah we so didn't know where we... it was. So we went to the first bar we could find. <laughs> Literally the nearest uh, one. Yeah, it was like, oh, this place seems to have people in and serves alcohol. We should also point out that we don't seem to be able to understand the um, the way that kind of restaurants and food places work in Austria and <laughs> northern Italy because we were unable to find a single place serving like where we could buy food anywhere for days. <laughs> like, we <laughs> yeah, there was actually eat a meal until Saturday evening. Yeah, um, there was no so... eating on Krampus Day. <laughs> no, there was no eating on Krampus Day. Just snacks. <laughs> on the on the train but yeah so obviously we've had had quite a bit to drink already we end up in this little bar a band starts playing which was very cool it was very busy and then we made friends with people that just started plying us with alcohol which are our new is the best way if you ever meet us and you want to be friends with us <laughs> just buy us drinks we're fairly in easy. fact 
in this case, it was shots, so even better. And they were giving us these, I mean, I guess here in England, we call them Alka-Pops. They were essentially like little tiny one-off shot bottles, and they were quite sweet. But, I mean, we must have had Yeah, they were like sours, weren't they? I was really glad that we met those people, because actually, I feel like the Krampus tent was sort of out of the way. I don't know that we would have found it. Do you not feel that way? I mean, it was... Definitely somewhere yeah. strange and there was no directions or flyers or like anything like that so yeah but they, but everyone in the town seemed to know and so they walked us they walked us over to the tent and again kind of going back to our new friends i was very grateful to them because they also sort of taught me a little bit about the region because it was very interesting to me that they don't consider themselves italian and they were showing jenny their uh, driver's license or their id cards which are italian but say or they're a different color. Yeah, so it said that they were Italian, but he was like, the guy who was explaining to the, um, theirs were green, whereas Italians are red. Or like people who are in, not in Tyrol, South Tyrol, class, who class themselves as Italians, they have a different color card. Um, and yeah, they all spoke German. Like, I didn't hear them say anything in Italian, I don't think. No, it was almost exclusively German. I did notice at one point, our cab driver at some point said like, he said goodbye, and then he said ciao, ciao, and I thought it was so yes. funny. <laughs> but yeah. other than that, no Italian. Um, and so, yeah, so they, they uh, it was also interesting that uh, we were like weird celebrities in the sense that no one seemed to travel into the city for Krampus. <laughs> we were a bit no, of an not, anomaly. Not from, yeah, like they said that people travel, you know, people come to the town from other areas or, you know, other parts of further like slightly further towards austria or like southern italy or whatever but yeah like we were the only people they were surprised that there was suddenly uh, like a british and an american person <laughs> people just standing there like let's do more shots <laughs> so yeah so our new friends walked us over to the krampus tent and we were given a band sent inside and it literally was like a huge tent almost what you'd find at a festival or something yeah like a, uh, like a wedding a massive like wedding gazebo type so we go in and at the very front is a is a a dj stage with a dj and then to the left is the, a bar that ran all the way across the wall and i mean the place was packed and they were playing all the cheesy music you can think of from your student days and then mixed in was a ton of austrian music at like austrian like pop music <laughs> everyone seemed to know the words too and jenny and i were just like <laughs> we just went mouthing dancing like trying to yeah and then the other thing that I noticed is that there's not really like you couldn't order a glass of wine. You couldn't order a vodka soda. There was no. You had the so, option of beer. Yep. Or shots of Jaeger. Yeah. All those. It was another shop which was like oh um, the schnapps. It was a schnapps. Yeah. It was, it was. It was. It was like mint. It tastes like candy canes. Liquid candy canes. And it was delicious. Or Caitlin was like, I bought you a rum, and I'm like, really? I didn't see they had rum. No, there was a drink that was called something that began with an R. So she thought it was rum. It wasn't. It was red wine and cola. Ooh. And I was like, what is this? And one of our new friends was like, oh, yeah, it's red wine and Coke. It's what we drink. And I was like, but why? And she's like, because we drink it. And I'm like, but why? But you know, red wine and Coke, I've heard of that before because I think they drink it in Italy. And I think they mm. also drink it in Spain because I have had it before. And it's not as disgusting as it sounds. It's no, just very it's odd. 
it is odd. Yeah. And if you don't, and if you're not used to drinking that, I mean, my God, talk about something that will make you sick and hungover the next day. Red wine and Coca-Cola will do it. Yeah. That'll fuck you up. But yeah, I mean, the Krampus party in the tent was next level. I, I really haven't partied like that in a very, very long time. <laughs> it was mad. And then the thing is, when we say that our hotel was up a mountain, I wouldn't even, it's not really like a hotel hotel. Um, it's on Brigitte's farm. And she's basically turned like the upstairs, like two floors of her house into little like self-contained rooms so it didn't have a kitchen or anything but it had like a nice double bed and a nice bathroom off a hallway and i'm presuming all the other rooms were like that well so when i went in to pay because at the end of our trip i jenny kind of stayed outside with our stuff and i went inside to pay because you know um often times in europe you have to pay like a city tax yeah and you almost always have to pay it in cash so i'd gone in to pay it and i could see there was like a little kitchen area there was her personal kitchen and then there was a second larger kitchen area with tables almost like a little restaurant or a little cafe ah. where you think like people could come for breakfast if they yeah. signed up for it or something yeah. and you could also see there was a hallway with more rooms in it so i think we were almost in like an outhouse i don't mean bathroom outhouse but yeah, like yeah. a second farm area so it definitely was like this was like her personal property yeah we were up a mountain like like massively far up the mountain and when we first arrived and we got a taxi up to the place we were staying we asked about getting a taxi home and the driver was like oh no I finish at nine like there isn't really anything so we were kind of concerned about having to walk we worked out it was about an hour and 20 minutes up a mountain and when I say up a mountain like it was up a mountain <laughs> um, yeah in the dark in the dark in about Anywhere up to minus 13, some of the forecasts were giving us for nighttime temperatures. We weren't really looking forward to that. So we did ask Brigitte and our wonderful host didn't speak much English. And through Google Translate, we kind of... <laughs> we made it work. <laughs> we made it work. But she said there was a taxi company that worked late. And one of our new friends called us a taxi, uh, which didn't arrive. We then somehow, our friend was talking in German to Brigitte, who decided that she would come and pick us up. Brigitte, I, I hold my hand up to you because yeah. we, I don't know how we would have gotten home. So at 2 a.m., yep. you know, she drives into the city to pick us up. Talk about going above and beyond as like a B&B, yeah. Airbnb host or a, a bed and breakfast host, rather. Yeah. Like, I mean, she was incredible. <laughs> so rescued us really from a freezing cold night of wandering aimlessly <laughs> looking looking for you know, walking through the woods off a mountain feeling <laughs> Krampus or my favorite is when I'm listening to one of the videos from uh from the Krampus run and one of us is like Krampus I want your babies <laughs> oh gosh don't remember that who said that I think it was probably me but <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds about right yeah but I will say one thing about the whole adventure there. I think there's kind of two uh, things going on in my mind. One is this very old pagan tradition. And yep. then this version, which I think that we went to, which is slightly more touristy, quote unquote touristy. For us, it's not touristy at all. We're in the middle of nowhere and this is all like new and exciting. But for the people there, they were kind of, in fact, some of the locals were even saying that they'll go to the party, but they won't even go to the Krampus run anymore because it's yeah. gotten so touristy. So I'm not even sure exactly what that means. When I think touristy, I think of like Leicester Square or Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> so this is definitely not touristy in that sense. But I guess 
you know, when you live in a tiny town, I mean, literally, I think there's 3000 people in that town. That's how yeah. small it is. It's very small. So in London where you have 8 million or Nottingham where you have, I'm guessing at least a million or something like it. I have no idea. A lot. A lot. So it's, you know, touristy, you know, interesting turn of phrase for it. But we didn't get much because I did sort of try and talk to people about the tradition of it. Yeah. The, a, a little bit of the history of it, because as aficionados, if you will, of the horror realm, and especially in Jenny's case, where she is very much a practicing pagan, you know, I I would have been interested to learn more, I think, about that side I, of things. I did ask a few people, and, you know, mm -hmm. I really expected to kind of hear things, and they were just like, no, we, you know, they just didn't seem to really know much about it. But one thing we did actually learn, which didn't come until randomly from a guy in our hotel in Innsbruck was talking to us about Krampus. Do you remember? With the tattoo guy? Yeah. What was he saying? I can't remember. He was saying about how where he, he's from, um, it's out in the middle of nowhere, and he was saying basically these old traditions, they, you know, the big city, they, they kind of the governments wanted rid of all these like old traditions, so they pushed them away for years and years and years. So they moved, and the only places that held on to them were these like tiny remote villages um in the middle of nowhere and now they're and the, then after a while when the governments and you know people relaxed because it had been so long the tradition started seeping back from the villages out into the the kind of the rest of the countries again okay yeah that makes sense because i mean even i suppose comparatively speaking toblock could be considered a medium-sized village yeah if you think that further out and high up in the mountains like if you went further up from where brigitte was there probably are tinier towns where they where they do celebrate it i think i i'm glad i chose the one i did because it was big enough yeah. that we could still have a good time and make friends and like hang with people our own age, maybe younger, but maybe quite a lot younger. I think. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that they were all that much younger because some of those people in that tent were not younger. Oh no, nice. <laughs> you know. But yeah, I mean, compared to yeah, something too tiny where we maybe would have really struggled to even communicate. Although I have to say, all the Austrians speak gorgeous english so it really yeah. was never an issue but um yeah i'm glad that we chose that one because it was also a convergence of lots of krampus from different towns so you could see the different styles because some of the krampus came through you could see they had different types of horns different masks different looks some of them came through with like big red um almost like flares yeah like, like emergency flare. flare yeah and then you had a couple of guys who like people who almost looked just like human but mm. had the baskets and the switches and things yeah. and then they might just have like you know like one little thing it's like always oh, just how the, how the legends and like the folk tales have changed from you know location to location and that is where i really do feel like not being able to speak the language sort of failed us because yeah I would have loved to have spoken to some of those different groups and heard and heard from them. But I mean, all all in, it was an incredible experience. I'm so glad that we did it. It was it was completely nuts, but in the best way. I mean, it was just pure chaos there for yeah. a little while. Um but yeah, oh, and some I was gonna say about some of the Krampus as well. Uh, some of them were they had different styles of walking, yeah, um, and and being scary. 
But I, the closest thing it made, it made me think of orcs, like from yes. Lord of the Rings, like the Urukai, like the yep. ones that stand really upright and look a little bit more human-like. That's kind of what they reminded me of. But yeah, if you do get a chance, um, jump onto the Instagram and check out some of the photos because we really did try to document it. And if you ever get the chance to go to Krampus Run or as we translated our bracelets, the Krampus relocation, yep, <laughs> which is the direct translation of the German. I mean, there are some, <laughs> you know, there are Krampus events in the UK now. Whitby now has a has a annual Krampus Run, which I think was on the 5th, I think. And I know there's a, an event in Sherwood Forest in January where they're where we go like we're sailing and we chase the Krampus out of the woods and it is the Whitby Krampus group who are coming down to do that. So I'm definitely going to check that out. And I do think it's worth noting that St. Nicholas Day is the 5th of December. So that's usually when it would be. And I'm not exactly sure why this particular one was on the 9th. Jenny I'm presuming of, it's just because it was a Friday. It was on a Friday, weekend. exactly. So they just kind of moved it to the next nearest weekend night yeah. um to accommodate the partying aspect of it i'm sure but we did also miss um the very very beginning of the ceremony or the parade or the show which is that you, you literally because i saw it in the videos on instagram that you would see saint nicholas come out with one of the krampus and he's on his sleigh and they kind of face off so i did see some pictures of that after the fact but we we just didn't make it in time and and even where we were in the crowd it wasn't the greatest view we had to kind of shift around and find a yeah spot. the kids wanted to be at the front because they wanted to get beaten I, know, I wanted to be at the front move out of my way kids you just wanted to be spanked by santa I mean, by Krampus. <laughs> or both. 100%. Or both. <laughs> One on each at the same time. <laughs> I'm naughty and nice. But 100% recommend if you can ever get the chance to go. I mean, make a trip of it like we did. Because, you know, we when we came back, we left the next day to make our perilous journey and we came back to Innsbruck and then Innsbruck was lovely as well we did sort of the Christmas markets and it was you know snowing and we're drinking mulled wine and it was just the most like all my Christmas fantasies yeah it was it was amazing <laughs> but I mean Krampus first and foremost no regrets like I've checked off something on my bucket list so I'm very yep. happy about that and if you do go just be prepared to drink I feel like I'm still recovering. We both came back and got sick, basically. Yeah. You might have noticed we sound a bit croaky and, and <laughs> not great. And that, yeah, we've both come back and have been unwell. I mean, part it's five of it, I days. Think... Five days later, and I'm still like, I mean, from the return, even from the party, the party was a week tomorrow. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our return journey did involve because obviously the snow hit the UK um, on the Sunday, and our, we ended up been delayed by oh god what eight hours i think our flight was delayed by eight hours then we waited another hour on the flight on the runway then once we finally got in the air that took longer than usual because gatwick couldn't accommodate our flight to land and in fact the pilot told us later that he'd almost had to take us to edinburgh or liverpool because there was nowhere for us to land at gatwick so thank goodness at the last second a spot opened up and he took it and then even then we sat on that runway for like another 45 minutes to an hour yeah. i mean the whole trip took like 12 hours it should have yeah. taken four and it took about 12. and this is all down to the fact that the uk can't handle snow <laughs> or at least london rather can't handle snow but yes krampus i mean it was incredible to sort of witness and be a little bit part of this 
really centuries old tradition. It was exciting. It was scary. It was fascinating. It was culturally intriguing. I mean, yeah, it was. It Loved was everything it. we could have dreamt. It was just perfect. It was, and I would love to go again. So maybe, uh, maybe we'll organize a let's watch scary movies. Um, Krampus trip. Krampus. Uh, what's it called? Like when you go to Mecca, like a pilgrimage. Like a pilgrimage to Krampus. I yeah. thought we were gonna say a Krampus relocation. <laughs> it will be a mm -hmm. Krampus relocation. One thing I will say is in the episode last year, I mean I will actually um we'll play the clip. Oh hang on. Festivities involving Krampus include the Krampus Lauf, Krampus Run. In this activity, which often involves alcohol, I'm in. People dressed as the creature parade through streets, scaring spectators and sometimes chasing them. I yes, I've actually seen pictures of this yeah. happening. Is it still happening? Oh. I, I want to go. I want to do that. Right next year, we're doing it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to somewhere that has it. It says here that they do them. You see them now in Austria and Germany next Christmas, okay. Caitlin. You and I, fifth of fifth of uh, whenever fifth of yeah, December. Fifth of December. Okay. We are going mm. and we are going to dress up like Krampus, get white girl wasted and chase <laughs> people through the streets. Oh my gosh. That sounds like the best time ever. It really does. Okay. So, done. Yes. We're, doing it. okay. We're doing it. You heard it here first. I did say this time next year we'll be dressed as Krampus is running down the street, chasing people and getting white girl white wasted. Girl wasted. <laughs> we successfully white girl wasted. <laughs> Oh yeah, Krampus. <laughs> I'll triple check that one. We did yeah. not dress up like Krampus, but you no. know, we always have another year to do that. We really exactly. have to get our shit together because those costumes were outstanding. Yeah, those costumes were like insane. nobody, nobody fucked around. Nobody no. put a wig on and like a bin bag and called it a day. Like no. everybody went hard. So yeah, it all right. Incredible well, outfit. that's it for our Krampus episode. Join us uh, for our for our next episode as we discuss the absolutely <laughs> epic film Jack Frost Christmas right. classic <laughs> Christmas classic the feel good holiday movie for everyone. Yep. Well, all right. Well, having said that, brothers, keg, take us out. Bye. Bye.